So they're mm. not speaking to you before they look at your resume, right? So I need to know if Hassan is technically capable of doing this job. Does he have uh -huh. the hard skills for this specific position, right? So I want to, I would say, focus more on hard skills than soft skills in your resume um, right, to so show that you are be, competent. What's some more examples yeah. of like hard skills versus soft skills? I'm trying to give me a bag. 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 What's up? What's up? You are now listening to FY Fly the podcast, and I'm your host, Hassan Thomas, along with Remy, and we are here to share tools on how millennials can budget, save, invest, and understand student debt and credit to achieve financial freedom. If you're a high school student, college student, or someone who's interested in gaining more financial insight, this podcast is for you. What's up, what's up, my FY Fly folks out there? How y'all doing? I hope y'all doing all right. Welcome to the FY Fly Podcast. My name is Hassan Thomas, a.k.a. the kid that did and the man that can, baby. And today, we're going to be chopping it up with six-figure entrepreneur, the founder of Spark Your Resume, and the chief marketing officer at Right C, Mr. Leander Howard II, baby. How are you? How are you, brother? <laughs> Let's go, man. Let's go. Let's get it, man. I appreciate you having me. <laughs> yes, sir, bro. Yes, sir, bro. It's it's been it's been too long, man. This is long overdue. Long overdue. Long overdue, bro. Long overdue, bro. But I feel like it's perfect timing, man. That we've been doing a lot these past two years, man. So congrats yeah. on all the success with the podcast, man. I know you over here killing that. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, bro, man. And you know how we do things on FY Fly. We really like to skip the fluff and get right into the good stuff. That sound good? Yes, sir. Let's do it, man. Bet. So before before we dive into your marketing bag into your resume bag <laughs> i'm gonna just come out and ask bro you know straight up what was yep. that turning point for you where you knew it was time to shut down your business and join one of your friends businesses the right seat you already know that was gonna be my yeah. first question <laughs> yeah yeah man um i think a lot of people man would think i'm kind of crazy for doing that and just to give you a backstory, man. So I was about to say, uh, yeah, yeah, right C, yeah, yes. So Right C is really a platform that was founded by Brandon Mitchell, which was on. He was on Earn Your Leisure, and when I was starting Spark Your Resume, we just kept in contact over the, like the next two years. I was giving him game on like what CRMs to use, like all the marketing things that I was doing to pretty much get customers with cold email and LinkedIn. And he was just taking gems from me, using my using using the stuff I gave him. I'm using the stuff he gave me. And then he mm -hmm. was like, yo, I'm about to build this tech platform for resume writers and career coaches. And I was like, all right, you know, you know, folks be talking. So I mean, I don't know, bro, like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, all right, you know, yeah, let, let me know when it's done. Type. Perfect. Right. So he built it and he showed it to me. I was okay, this is this all right, it's pretty solid. Mm -hmm. And I actually became a customer of Right C. Like I was using it for my for my business before I joined. And then I think March of 22, March of 2022 is when I actually like signed a deal, became a co-founder of the company. And then nine months later, we raised 2.5 mil. And then- Okay, okay. I was gonna say, correct me if I'm wrong, bro. So what it, you know, just for practical game for the listeners, it yep. was realizing that y'all have a combined and aligned goal and that goal could be bigger together than separate. Right. Is that what the turning point was? Yeah, I think, yeah, man, yes, mainly, yes. Because mm. I lack certain things that they had and they lack certain things that I had. So combining made us powerful. 
A monster. <laughs> a monster, yeah, a monster, pretty much. Yeah. There you go. So they, so it just made more sense. Yep. For everybody listening, apply what he just said to your life for the opportunities that come across your life. And that's really honestly what we're here to do is to provide value that y'all can leave with and implement to make better decisions. So bro, I wanna right. go ahead and jump in to what my listeners can do to really get their yep. resumes right, to land that job that they actually want. So from all the clients that you've worked with, with your own business to now what you're doing with Right C, what would you say yep. makes a great resume? When it comes to building a great resume, I think it's a few things that you want to focus on, right? The first thing I would say is format. When recruiters and mm -hmm. hiring managers are looking to hire a qualified candidate, they're more than likely looking at your resume first and then maybe your LinkedIn profile. But what I will say is that people naturally see before they hear, right? So mm -hmm. if you, it's just like lightning, right? You, you see lightning before you hear thunder, Fact. right? So like having that visually formatted document to where I, it's enticing me, it, 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 it makes me want to read it, right? It, it needs to be formatted correctly, right? And a, it's like spacing, margins, the outline is like, your name at the top, right? You got your email address, uh, phone number, LinkedIn URL, mm -hmm. your location. And you might have like a professional summary to mm -hmm. encompass like your entire experience in a paragraph to give like a background of who you are. So that entices them to even read more about your experience, have your skill mm -hmm. section. So I like to tell people to list more hard skills than soft skills on the resume, just due to the fact that I'm hiring for most likely a technical need. And that anybody yeah. can say they're good at leadership, right? Those are things that I would pick up on throughout the interview process. So you got to understand the stages of the job search process, right? So they're mm. not speaking to you before they look at your resume, right? So I need to know if a sign is technically capable of doing this job. Does he have uh -huh. the hard skills for this specific position, right? So I want to, I would say focus more on hard skills than soft skills in your resume right, to so show that you are be, competent. What's some more examples yeah. of like hard skills versus soft skills? Yep. So like if I'm a designer, right? So Adobe Photoshop, right? Adobe Acrobat, maybe That's Canva could be a hard skill. Do. They do. Right. Exactly. I mean, gotcha. I am technically, I am technically competent to, to use these tools to produce images, videos, whatever the case may be in this, in the, in the creative space. Understood. Right. Now a soft mm. skill would be teamwork, leadership. I'm able to collaborate, like work with a group of other group of designers to come up with creative ideas and concepts. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's a soft skill. Now, knowing the now soft, no, hundred percent. Now soft skills are very, very important. I would honestly think like when it, when it comes to leadership, right. And now me being a leader or executive at a tech startup, my soft skills are more important than my hard skills because I'm hiring people to do the technical things on my behalf. But I have to mm -hmm. set the vision for my team. So I need to have high level soft skills, which is leadership, teamwork, collaboration, documentation. I think it's like a, like knowing how to like, like organization and project management. And that goes back to the resume, right? And when you're creating your content. So the next part of the resume that's important is the content, right? So actually the words that you're articulating your experiences with. So say, mm -hmm. for example, I put on my resume, I'm at, I'm a CMO at Right C, right? I'm writing things that, I have, I have done that has contributed to the overall growth of the company. I don't Got care it. about just your task or projects. I care about how those tasks or projects impacted revenue, impacted growth, impacted mm -hmm. conversion rates, right? Cause that's what's going to let, that's going to, that's going to let somebody know that, Hey, I'm a valuable person and I can mm -hmm. do the same thing I've done for right C for your job, for your company. 
So you think that should be, or should it be, from your experience, should it be in a a single line? Is it is three sentences too much? Should it be a single line, like point, right. point, point? Right. So I got this formula. So it's an X, Y, Z formula, right? So you start off with a strong action verb to let the hiring manager and recruiter know that you owned every task or project you completed. Right. Mm. And the why is actually like what you did in the job. Right. So you're, you're stating the project that you've done, like how you did it. And then yeah. the, the Z is the result. Right. So it was the result of you doing that task or project. So that's how mm-hmm. you should come up with your bullet point. So strong action verb, gotcha. list the task or project completed and then highlight the result of that task or project. So that way you're painting a, you're painting a clear picture. <laughs> you painted a clear picture, man, on how you contributed to the overall growth of the company, which entices mm-hmm. recruiters and hiring managers to want to interview you. Because remember, the, the goal you. of your resume is to get an interview. You will not get hired off your resume, solely off your resume, without somebody talking to you, right? Nobody's going to uh-huh. say, hey, son, I love your resume. You're hired. <laughs> it doesn't, so it doesn't work that way, right? <laughs> it's, they're they're going to say, hey, son, I liked your resume. I would love to learn more about your experience. Schedule a time to mm-hmm. meet with me here. That's okay. the process. So you got to understand the the job searching process to mm-hmm. know how to maneuver throughout gotcha. your job search experience. And then so you can also with, list like your, oh, my bad. So you can also would, list your education, right? So you have, so for me, I have two degrees, one in marketing, one in finance. Now, mm-hmm. if you're, now the only reason I would list my education on a resume is if, I'm an entry-level graduate. If I already had one or two jobs post-grad, yeah. my experience outweighs my education at this point, right? Even if it was a really... Well, you went to a really good school, so even if it's a good school, after that, it really so, don't matter no more. I mean, not not necessarily, in my opinion, man, like, because you're, mm. like, your degree was five years ago. You know, <laughs> bro, eight, chat, chat GPT just came out a year ago. Yeah. You know how many things changed from five years? Like, yeah, that degree don't matter. The things gotcha. I learned in 2020 is not relevant to the things in 2020. That's right. <laughs> you know? So me putting uh, my degree, and now, if I, if, like, that's only if I've done two to three jobs already. Because now gotcha. my, the things I've learned in those jobs are more relevant because those are present-day projects and tasks that I've that done sense. to contribute to the overall growth of the company. Yeah. So I would recommend like all, when I was writing resumes for like mid-level and senior level execs, we would, yeah. we wouldn't, no, I would, no, I would put your education, just don't put your date. So excuse me. I would put your education. I just wouldn't put just the date you graduated. Exactly. Type. Exactly. Exactly. Affiliations, right? We call those affiliations, mm-hmm. right? So like gotcha. if you're in a fraternity or a sorority or you, you graduated, you're in a club, right? That makes people want to know you. So like I pledged the business fraternity, right? Called Alpha Kappa Psi. So if I see that on somebody's mm. resume, then I'm more inclined to reach out to them because they they're brother exactly. in my fraternity, right? Mm-hmm. So that type of stuff matters. So affiliations, education. I don't really like to put like interests and hobbies on there. I mean, you're applying for a job. I feel like they can learn about your interests and hobbies once you get hired. I don't think that's really relevant for a resume. But yeah, I would say. First name, like you got to have your your name and your your. Don't put your address on your resume. That's one mistake that I see a lot because mm-hmm. your resume can can be passed around across multiple partners. I've I've been I'm in the business, so I know how job boards work. <laughs> so please do not put your resume. You never know who's going to see it, right? Um, your address yeah. on your resume. You never know who's going to see it. The city and state is more than fine, and I recommend like 
if you live in the suburbs and you have like a, a the capital of the city, like maybe 30 miles mm-hmm. away, put that on your resume. Don't put I, like, so I'm from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Like if you wasn't from Georgia, you probably wouldn't know what Stone Mountain is. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. some people, but <laughs> nobody really like, you're not going to, you're not going to recognize it, but people do recognize Atlanta. Right. So mm-hmm. I put Atlanta, Georgia on my resume to let people know where I'm located, whether or not I'm living in Atlanta or in the suburbs, 30 minutes outside the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that goes for LinkedIn as well. So, cause people, cause so it's more important, I think on, well, I think it's important for both, but even more important yeah. on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is a search engine. So if I'm searching for people in Atlanta, I'm not searching for people that in Stone sense. Mountain. Facts. Like, that makes sense. If you got, that makes if sense. you got Stone Mountain on your, on your LinkedIn, now you're not even in the search results when people search Atlanta, Georgia, but you mm-hmm. live 30 minutes from the city. So got you. Yeah, got that's you. a little that's a little nugget. So it starts. So as you said, it starts with, you know, basically passing the eye test. How does it look? Does it look readable? Does it look interesting? And then yep. once you pass the eye test, it goes to is the content actually interesting and makes me want to hire you? Is there an additional step or is those the two things that they need to focus on initially? No, I think that's most definitely it. Well, I would say when you're making your resume, also look at the job description because the job description is going to clearly outline what they're looking for in the role. So you want to tailor your resume to the job description. Okay. So you want to make sure that you're highlighting. Same one out, basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, not yeah. Like, well, I would say most people. Like if it's a project manager role, then the task and duties will most likely align across most job descriptions. So mm-hmm. I would tailor my resume specifically to a like to a job title, and then still look gotcha. at the job description to see if you can make any tweaks to make your resume more compatible to their specific job description. Yes, but it shouldn't Makes be too sense. much tweaking if it matches the job title. So, how long should the resume be, in your opinion? Yeah, so entry level, I would say one page. Anything above that, two pages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I okay. mean, I'm only. It's only uh, it's, you, you, should, you should only put relevant experience on there. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. putting my my rack room shoes job I had when I was 16 on my resume. That's not going to help me get a yeah. job these days, right? It's just uh, my Coca Cola. I work as a sales associate at the World of Coca Cola when I in 2016. That's not going to help me get a job today. I've already worked at Adobe as a financial analyst. I've had my own business, and now I'm at Right Z. Those are the only three jobs I'm gonna put on my resume right now. It's my financial analyst experience at Adobe, CEO, founder of Spark Your Resume, and CMO at Right Z. Yeah. I'm not okay, putting relevant. anything else. None of, none of it is irrelevant. I had two internships mm. in college, but my internships in college are not relevant right now because I've had three other previous jobs that's uh-huh. way more relevant in today's market. Makes so I hope sense. that broke so it down relevant, a little bit better. De- it definitely did. It definitely did. So only relevant information. Don't put your address on there. And even speaking of some of those, yep. you know, mistakes that you've seen, has there been any other common like misconceptions or mistakes that you've seen from uh, clients that you've helped? Yeah, I mean, like like I said, the X Y Z formula. Most people just do the X and the Y. Like just like a, it's like a doer based statement. Just mm-hmm. telling me like what you did in your job rather than telling me what you achieved. So like, mm. how are you going to stand out from the competition if, if everybody did the same thing? Like if you're a project yeah. manager, we know what project managers do, but what did you do as a project manager that's better than everybody else? So that's what, gotcha. the, that's what the result, that's why the, the, the Z and the XYZ formula is really the most important because that's what's going to differentiate you from every other project manager or whatever other role you're applying to. 
is the results mm. you you how you impacted previous organizations. So, for example, if I'm a sale, if I'm a if I'm an account executive and I generated a million dollars of revenue, and Brian generated five hundred thousand, mm. I'm hiring Leander because he's generating double the times Brian. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to make the most money, so I need the I need the best guy in in, in the out in the in the in the in the seat. So. Uh-huh. I'm hiring. I'm okay. hiring Leander over Brian. You know, so make, make sure, sure your results speak volume. At the end of the day, I like that, brother. So we yeah. both are huge on providing value, but before you provide value, you have to become valuable. So, Facts. in what ways have you, like, some actionable, practical ways that you nope. bettered yourself since leaving college? Books, number one. Podcast, number two. Just consuming mm-hmm. a lot of information. And as you can see on my behind my screen, I got books on the shelf, right? So yeah. I'm always like, I try to read at least 10 pages a day. I do miss a couple of days here and there, depending on what I got going on. I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not perfect, but I most definitely get my information in. Whether it's at the gym, I'm gonna listen to a podcast, I'm I'm in the car driving to work or driving mm-hmm. home, taking a road trip. I'm reading the book in the morning when I wake up and just, you know, learning from people that's better than you. And, and there are people the that's better than you. What you doing with it? <laughs> yeah, so I'm executing, man. So I'm taking, I'm thing taking right things. There. Yeah, for sure. I'm taking, I'm taking the information and applying it to to my life, right? We're like real world experience. So if I see something in the book, say something about sales, right? I'll apply it to my next sales call. See if it yep. works, right? See it, see it, see see if what they taught me can actually be implemented and executed, and could it could change the the outcome. Right. Of like yeah. from what I've been doing before. Right. So I read books to to gain to gain information. And it's honestly the cheapest way to gain a lot of information. Like books cost 20 bucks, 15 bucks, maybe 30 dollars. And you're getting a, a million dollars worth of game from a, a 20 dollar book. You just got to take the time to read it. Right. So it does cost so, you your time. But mm-hmm. the return on investment is far, far and in between. Let me give you an example real quick, just based on, on what you said. So yep. my first book I came out with from college to COVID, 24 lessons learned during the lockdown. I directly marketed yep. that towards college students via social media. Well, brother, when we was in college, I don't know about you, but me personally, I wasn't getting on social media to buy no book. So Thanks. I I realized that was the mistake I made. So I heard mm. on a podcast, if you want to get your books into schools, they have to be a workbook. So I heard that information for free on a podcast, heard that information and created mm. my second book from college to COVID, a guide from college to COVID to recession, a guide to making and managing money during the economic downfall. My second book, I created that as a workbook. So nice. Then I took that to the nonprofits. The nonprofits then bought one nonprofit bought a hundred, a hundred and eighty copies of my second book. Dang, bro, so, congrats, man. I appreciate it, brother. Appreciate that's hard. It. That's hard. So that's just a real practical and real live example of how you can yeah. hear some information for free, change to something that you're doing, and then profit comes from that. So just a real right. live example, bro. Nah, bro, that's, that's dope, man. All right, man. So we can't have you on here and not ask our famous final question. I'm going to say two quotes, and I need you to let me know which one is more accurate in your opinion. You ready? Yes, sir. (laughs) Bet, bet, bet. So the first question is, or the first quote is, more money, more problems like Biggie 
And the second one is money can't buy happiness. Which one do you agree with most? More money, more problems. <laughs> You say that a little quick, brother. Why, why you say that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, money can't. Money can most definitely buy happiness. Like you, might, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you ain't making enough money if you if you believe that. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's that's just a fact. Like most def, when that direct deposit hit, and folks, we get we get we, we close these contracts. I am uh-huh. I am the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> you but feel me? Ear ear. Yeah. Ear. But when I but the more money I have made has most has most definitely brought more problems. I can I can totally agree with that. Hmm. But I feel like it's just higher level problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just more things you gotta handle, more things you gotta control. And honestly, if you put the right systems in place, it could it could be less things you have to control, but the more you worry about it. Guys, if, they, if, they, if they're being taken care of, <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. So I would say, yeah, man, more, more money, more problems for sure, man. And then it's like when people are starting to, you know, feel feel that you got a little money, you know, you don't know who to trust. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, girls might, you know, want to have you for your money and things like that. So uh-huh. yeah, man, it's it's more problems for sure. But most definitely, money money can buy happiness because when we close them contracts, but we are smiling <laughs> ear to ear. A hundred percent. A hundred. Oh no, we're lit. We're lit. We're lit. Oh, we in man. Miami, three hundred five with it. <laughs> man, when next time y'all come, y'all need to let me know, man. Oh, say less. Yeah. Say less. Say less. We got you. <laughs> come turn up on the yacht. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. But thank you so much for joining the show. If you have yeah, any man. final words, any final takeaways for him, go ahead and also let them know where to reach you, bro. Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me, man. It's long overdue. Glad we got to knock this out. Hopefully, your audience gets some 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 gems from this. So that's my whole goal, man, is to give as much as possible. So I would say last last nugget, man. Just mm-hmm. like I like this 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 phrase. I like the I got this from Myron Golden. Do more, be more, have more. Like okay, that's that's my that's my motto. When you do, do more, more, you be, be more, more, have more. Yep. When you do more, you be more. When you be more, you have more. So you got to do more. Mm-hmm. You ain't doing enough. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You want you, you want more, you got to do more. You want to be more, you got to have more. Do more, Come be on. more, have more. You know what I'm saying? Simple so, as that, baby. Simple as that. Simple, <laughs> simple as that. Simple as that. But now nah, I'm Leander Howard II. You can find me on LinkedIn. It's L-E-A-N-D-E-R. Last name Howard, H-O-W-A-R-D. And I'm the second, so just two eyes. That's my Instagram as well. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. All just Leander Howard II. I'm very rare name, so I'm pretty sure I'll pop up. If you want to follow me, man, just check check us out. And then right C is W-R-I-T-E-S-E-A dot com. Most definitely connect with us. Reach out if you're a job board looking to make more revenue and impact, you know, candidates on a on a higher level. We're most definitely looking to partner. But if you know a job board, send this to them, tell them to reach out. And if you're also a boot camp, university, or school, we actually just acquired a company. Yeah, it's pretty crazy that we now we have a career mobility suite of AI tools that we can leverage to impact schools and schools and counselors um, at scale. So, wow. yeah, we reach out if you're interested. More than happy to chat. And my email is Leander at rightc.com. So, but I nah, man, appreciate you having me. This is this has been great. FYI, fly man to the moon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And y'all hearing from Leander the legend, baby, right here. First take on FYI, fly. So yes, for sir. everybody listening. Make sure, you know, we talked about a lot here today, but if you can find one or two gems that you can implement today, that's when things will start changing for you. Those small incremental habits will have big results. 
overtime. So thank you 100%. again, bro. Thank y'all for listening. And y'all already know what we need. We need y'all to stay safe, stay invested, and stay FYI fly. See y'all next week. Peace. Thank you all for listening to FYI Fly, the podcast, and we hope you enjoyed the show. Tune in next week for more financial literacy insights with our special guests. Please visit our website, social media platforms, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at FYI Fly Podcast. That's F-Y-I-F-L-I Podcast. See y'all next week and stay fly.